You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Why do you say we do a podcast? I miss Monday, so I figure we're going to do a double podcast today for like 40 minutes, as long as Al Dukes is okay with that. But then again, I probably shouldn't do that. My parking will be up. What's up, Al? Yeah, your parking will be up, and I'll have uh, urine or poop on the floor in here, which would not be good. Do have Just use your dog, bathroom, Al. dude. No, for the dog. Oh, I, the dog. I, not I, I would use the bathroom. It's very close. <laughs> Jerry, let me tell you something happened to me. So I, uh, my car registration's due in October. Okay. Right. So I did the online thing. Right. And when you do it online, you you punch in your number and it tells you what you owe and you pay. There's there's it's that simple. Right. So I'm waiting and waiting for this thing to show up and I hadn't seen it. Yesterday I get this random letter in the mail. Well, I guess it's not random, but it comes from New Jersey Motor Vehicles. Right. And it says it's like a form letter. And it's because I'm sure this happened to many people. It says your registration renewal for license plate, blah, blah, blah. Mistakenly applied the senior discount of $7. Okay, so that's on them. They charge the wrong amount, $7. You must either send in your renewal with the total fee plus $7 or renew online where you'll be charged the correct fee. I said, okay, I renewed online to begin with. Sounds fair. Sounds fair. So I go to renew online. It says... Can't do this online, must go to DMA. Uh-oh. Where there's tons of lines. Yes, they're still really bad. This is there. F- so I went to, <laughs> tell me how effective you, you went to Yelp. <laughs> I went to, <laughs> I, I, I could imagine that the every review is going to be terrible for DMA, yeah. but so it doesn't really matter. But uh, they have a contact email where you could email somebody at the DMV. How Do you think I'll hear anything back from them? Yeah, by 2023. Like, what? Uh, it was your fault you charged me $7 less for yes. for the registration. Yeah. I'm and willing to go pay for it again online. What I'm not willing to do wait is online. what I've seen, which you have to get there by 8 o'clock. I, I looked this up today. Yeah. You have to get to DMV by 8 o'clock just to get to give them your phone number for them to then call you to come back then you wait a couple hours after you come back. But look at the but look at it this way though. Yeah. How about all the cool people you're going to meet? <laughs> <laughs> I see the lines, man. Oh, it's it's brutal. Bru- it is brutal. It There's is. There's no chance I'm I walked by a car the other day who's uh 
inspection stickers over a year old. It's like... I don't even think the cops would do anything at this point because it's such a disaster. It is. A, the whole thing is bad, dude. The whole thing is bad. The I, whole DMV. They can't get that figured out. Yeah. No, but it's This a letter mess. that they sent is pointless. So I can't be the only one who got this because um, they clearly charged the wrong amount probably for a bunch of people. Yeah. No, I hear you. So there's a bunch of us going, what in the hell? Yeah. So here's what I'm hoping. That after a couple days of people getting these, they're like, oh, damn. Oh, damn. We screwed up. Not going to happen. And then they're going to fix the website. Not going to happen. That's my hope. I hope you're right because it would save them a headache, too. Yes. Like, as bad as it is for you, do you think they want more angry people showing up there online? I do not. So I don't think they want that. Maybe your email will get the ball rolling if they see it. Right, if they see it. Let's move on to better news. Yeah, let's move on to better news. A lock of Abraham Lincoln's hair. How do we know this is Abraham Lincoln's hair? Exactly. First of all, it got me thinking then, in all of the coffins around the world, is it hair and bones? I thought, I would think hair disintegrates. uh, No, I think hair does remain. Man, this is a lock of hair shortly after his assassination in 1865. That's old hair, man. That's 155 years ago. Now you say, how do we know? The lock of hair ended up in uh, Dr. Lyman Bleacher Todd's hands. He is a cousin of Lincoln's widow, Mary Todd Lincoln. Right. He was present at the postmortem examination and wrapped the hair in a telegram. So they also have a telegram that comes with the hair that has blood on it. Okay. Would you frame this and put this up in your office next to the Cowboys and Rutgers stuff? I might. It is Abraham Lincoln. It is. I might. Could you clone? What's it worth? It's uh, $81,000. Could you clone an Abe Lincoln? I, you know and what? Can we get him to run in this election? You, could we do it quickly? We don't have much time. Who do you think would win if Abraham we did Lincoln. This? <laughs> Reincarnated or, or DNA uh, duplicate Abraham Lincoln based on his hair? I think Abe might win. Now, if I were to do that, do I get... Abe Lincoln, is it? do I get a baby Abe Lincoln or do I get the Abe Lincoln, older Abe uh, Lincoln? Because if we get older Abe Lincoln... Where's Neil deGrasse Tyson? Let's get him on this. Maybe he could help us with this. Because if we could get Abe Lincoln and have him run as an independent, he's got a shot. <laughs> he would have a shot. That is very true. I don't know, man. Plus, I'd love th- to hear Donald Trump campaign against Abe Lincoln. Terrible. What could, now, what could you say bad about Abraham Lincoln? Way too tall. Tall people are dishonest. We know this. <laughs> Was Abraham Lincoln a tall man? Oh, very tall. Is that true? Plus, he wore that tall, tall man. We well, had the hat. Appear taller. Yeah, no, I, I think that. he was a tall, slim gentleman. How tall was Abraham? Ooh, he was six back, four. Six and, four. And back then, I don't know if you ever toured like when you go to these. Yeah, the old beds are homes. really small. <laughs> yeah. So Abe Lincoln had to be like Andre the Giant. Wow, I did not Seven realize he was four. six four. Six foot four, five hundred twenty five pounds. Abe Lincoln. Right. This isn't wrestling. Seven foot four. <laughs> There's a new Twitter account out there. I'm not sure if this is something you would be interested. I'm slightly interested in it. Okay. It's a Twitter account called Gripping Food with Force. No. And the premise is simple. A food gets gripped really hard and smashed. Yeah, no, no, I'm good. Thanks. For example, uh, ice cream bars. They I do. actually have things to do during the day. <laughs> I'm, that says nothing to do with you. Right. I just don't see why I would so, care. So if you're saying, if you're someone who is interested in a Twitter page where people are just smushing food in their hands, right. you go, 
what can I get? What can I do around the house that would be more productive? Yes, absolutely. What it, could I do? It's very rare. It really is. It's very rare that I find myself at home bored. Yeah, because it's I'm either thrown to my son in the batting cage in the backyard, or I'm paint, I painted the basement this uh, two weeks ago. Nice. I did. I thought about you because you never asked me to come over and paint. That's fine. I did a lovely job on my basement. You know why? Because uh, you telling me to paint. I actually enjoyed the doing the process. Isn't it by great? Myself. Yeah, I, I never enjoyed painting before. I now, do, I love painting. I painted both bathrooms. I felt like I accomplished something. Yes. Now I'm looking at the other walls. I'm yeah. not in a rush to get it done, but I'm going to do it when I when I feel like I want to accomplish something. Couldn't agree with you more. I love it. It really. I, I went down there and I brought the uh, my my big radio that I bought from Costco. And I was down there for about six seven hours. Got the whole basement done in one shot. It was awesome. And it was a rainy day, so it was like it was perfect. Right. All right, so you're not going to crush. You're going to you're going to rather do something like paint. Well, I mean rather than watch a Twitter account where people are smushing ice cream cones in their hand. Yeah, I, I really so have no I have no interest in that. You don't have an interest I in don't. That. You know I tell you one thing, my son started watching yeah. Now, and I say this because you're talking about watching crushing ice cream cones. Which son? Older son, younger son? My younger son. son. Okay. So he got into that whole unwrapping thing. Yes, whatever. he loves watching unwrapping videos. Which drove me, videos. just drove me nuts. Then he was watching the Fortnite videos, drove me nuts. Now, though, he's watching baseball videos, and I love it. It's like nonstop. Like he, he searches MLB. for Yeah, he searches for like great, uh, great MLB double plays, great MLB catches, uh, MLB follies. Um, the other day he was he tested like uh, he, he was watching MLB testing baseball bats. I'm like, this is cool now. Now we're watching baseball. That was good. Who do you suppose puts together baseball's greatest double plays? Like a, just a, a YouTube user? Yeah, and they, you know, what's amazing about it is how many registered um, followers they have or whatever yeah. subscribers they have to their channel. And there's video, there's commercials in in the middle of all these videos, so they're making money. I love double plays more now that there's no sliding in the second. I really do. It looks so there's it's so beautiful now. Yeah, it's easy though. It is easy. Very but easy. Like it, for when these guys. you when you've got a man on first and a guy hits a bullet to third, like just a smoking grounder that gets scooped right up. Sure. That throw to second then to first with nobody impeding with a slide. It's so nice. Beautiful. I'm it's glad be, you it's like. beautifully done. They did it for you, Al. Jerry, I don't know if you have trouble falling asleep. I don't think some you nights do. I do. Oh no, actually, of course. you're right. Some nights you do. Some, nights, some nights I come here a, at midnight. Uh, yeah, Pepsi is coming out with a new drink called the Driftwell. Yeah, I don't think I'm doing this. It's supposed to help you sleep. It's I a guess. zero calorie, zero sugar drink that helps you relax. What's in it? Great question. I'm going to say there's probably melatonin in it. Mm-hmm. And now the the problem I have with all these things is, and this is because we don't get up. Here's the issue. You tell me if you agree or disagree. And I don't think you really have an issue sleeping, but... I do not. Yeah, luckily. We get up at 2.30 in the morning. You're getting up a little later now because you're home. I go 3.30 now. Right. My alarm's going off at about 2... Yeah, 2... I try to get in here for 3.30, 3.40. Yeah. So I've been getting in in 40 minutes. It's been really easy getting here so far. We'll see when that changes. But I've been getting up at, right at 2.30. So if I lay down at 8, in order to get a... I'm not even calling it a quality night's sleep, but at least a decent night's sleep. Like I need to fall asleep quickly. If I take that and I don't, right. waking up at 2.30 is going to do me more harm than good because that stuff's still in my system. And it's then like, even worse is if it hits me around midnight. Right. It's brutal. It's not like we get up at 6.37 to where even if, all right, at 1 o'clock it hits you, you still get five, six hours sleep. We're screwed. 
Yeah, the Pepsi drink is called Driftwell, and I'm looking here, Jerry. It has subtle lavender and blackberry notes, according to Fast Company. What does that even mean? Well, it's like lavender is supposed to calm you. How does that make me fall asleep? It contains the amino L-theanine, as well as magnesium. Both supposedly help you fall asleep. Magnesium does? No kidding. Yeah. Interesting. They'll come in a small seven and a half ounce cans. Okay. Well, I tell you, now we're trying to make us drink soda to go to sleep. Soda to go to sleep, Jerry. Swish it around in your mouth. Get to use it as a mouthwash as well. Pretty soon we're going to start taking melatonin when we wake up. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. They have like uh, the Zequel. Yes. Where it's it's not, uh, they don't have the medicine that's in the NyQuil, but they have the stuff to make you go to sleep. And on the on the bottle it goes non-habit forming. Okay. Isn't everything habit forming? Based if it works. On, yeah, just based on you doing it repetitiously yeah i guess the difference would be more addiction as Not opposed to addicting. habit right well i mean you can become addicted to coffee and soda i mean you can become addicted to things that aren't illegal substances i think i'm addicted to to the caffeine and coffee because on the weekends when i wake up a little later i wake, wake up with a headache yeah, and i think it's because i don't have the the that, caffeine that's a, it's amazing a lot of people are like that it doesn't phase me for whatever reason I, i'll actually go a whole weekend without having any coffee um, I, and caffeine, I, caffeine, I believe, is technically a drug, is it not? It is. So, but I think there's a difference between non-habit forming and non-addicting. I would think habit forming is probably not the right thing to put on that label because it, it does become a habit. But you may not need it. Let's say, for instance, let's say your routine becomes taking those pills during the week or whatever they are. They're, they're pills, right. right? It's not like a shot, not a the, liquid. Uh, the Zequel? Yeah, it's a, it's it's a pill liquid. form. Oh, it is liquid. Okay. Yeah, liquid. So let's say you take a little little ounce of the Zequel in your normal routine to go to work, but on the weekends you don't need it. You're not addicted to it, but it has become a habit and it's become your routine. Addiction would mean on you're looking for it on Friday and Saturday and Sunday and Monday and every damn day. I need my Zequel. Yeah. So I don't know that I, I think they're probably better off putting non-addicting as opposed to non-habit forming. Right. Because habit form is just right. behavior. Right. Behavior. I don't know. And you're familiar with the Rolling Stones, Jerry. Uh, who is this you speak of? The Rolling Stones. Oh, yes, the I've heard band. of them, yes. uh, Bassist Bill Wyman sold what is now Imagine if Wyman had a conversation with John Heyman. Heyman and Wyman <laughs> had a big battle. Uh, he uh, has uh, the most expensive toilet seat cover ever sold at auction. He had a Rolling Stone logoed toilet seat cover, which he sold at auction for... $1,152. Oh, okay. That's not a crazy number. That isn't a crazy number. If I was a huge Rolling Stone fan and I was, if I was making like 300 yeah. grand a year, I would buy that. I don't think that that's crazy. I think he got ripped off. Well, <laughs> you can make that case. Let me uh, see what year this was from. Because I think the they seat? had the, yeah, the seat. Hmm. You ever go to an auction? No, I think I would like to though. So would I. I'd like, like to go, go to one. auction. I want the little flag. <laughs> right, I want to go to one that I could get involved with, though. Do I see ten dollars? Yes, ten dollars. Well, you've got. Well, no, those are. I was going to say you won the you won the trips at Boomer's event, but those, those are, are silent, silent auctions. Yeah, silent auctions. That's a good point. You never, I'm going to see if you can make those auction auctions so that people can see that I contributed. Do you ever get the sense because like we missed Boomer's event this year? Yeah. Does it ever cross your mind that like life is never going to return to normal? Yes. Like, this has become what it is? Yeah, it crosses my mind. Every time I see sports and the stands in my head, I'm like, those are... Ne-. Like, I, I think there will never come a time 
when 70,000 people will go to a Bruce Springsteen concert at MetLife Could Stadium. you imagine I think that? that's over. Man. I, like, I think that too sometimes. Yeah, especially when I see like the, the new Raider Stadium that's just been built, the SoFi Stadium for the yeah. uh, Chargers and Rams. I think they built these stadiums. No one's ever going in them. I think of it when they give uh, Patrick Mahomes $50 billion, and I go, hmm, what if they never have fans again? When Steve Cohen buys the Mets, and I go, huh, he must be pretty confident <laughs> that he's going to put a winning team in there, and they're going to fill that stadium every night. Right. It just yeah, seems weird. like I've gotten very used to watching what I'm watching. Yes. Not that yeah. that means it's not going to go back the other way. Of course it, w- it will. I do believe it will. But it's just you do have those days where it's like, you know, this is it. Yeah. Well, we just keep spinning our wheels and this stupid-ass virus ain't going anywhere. Or right. or, or it will go somewhere after the election. We'll see. I don't buy that. I know there's a lot of people that think that. I don't. But it's very interesting. I yes. still believe, like what we said on the show with G last week, I know you weren't here. We At some point, we got to learn to live with this damn thing. Yes. You know? God. I agree, Jerry. Whatever. All right, warm-up show is next. Hey, it was we've good learned, being back. We've learned to live with that. The WFA audience has learned to live with an hour of you and I at 5 to 6 a.m. Not so hard, is it? No. they've got It's the new normal. They've gotten used to it. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow, Jerry. Right. So- good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. No guests. No calls. And no real content. All right, here we go. You say that, Zach, but today there's tons of content. Tuesday morning in New York City or in Bradley Beach, depending upon where you're coming from. His name is Al Dukes. We say good morning, sir. How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, 58 degrees down here. I mean, this is the first morning, yeah. I think, that it was in the 50s. Yeah, it's chilly. We, I was, um, I was did you have to scrape morning. your window? Uh, no, not quite. I did put the heat on, though, for like Ooh. about 30 seconds to get the chill out. Uh, but yeah, how was the uh, the uh, ocean breeze? Uh, the the uh, morning dog walk was chilly. Yeah, it was chilly because it was very windy. Let's figure forty degrees less, <laughs> and that's going to be outstanding. Oof. That is going to smack you right in the face on a Tuesday morning. I might set up a patch of grass grass in my kitchen. <laughs> you wouldn't Just be stupid to do so. Pee and poo there, Jerry. That's what I'm thinking you of doing. You could train your dog to use a uh, the litter box. Yeah, well, she's a little bigger. I don't know that. That's why I was originally going to get get like a tiny dog because they do yes. little little duties and Turns. little little puddles. Yeah, you get much easier pads. to wee 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 pads. Definitely, I'm a big wee wee pen. I could go in there myself sometimes just to you know show the dog how it's done. Well, fortunately or unfortunately, wee pad. You're gonna have to wait seven eight years before you can do that. Yes, that is. Uh, I'm gonna say fortunately, Jerry. Um, let's see, where do we begin? Well, the, I guess the big nice news is that the Mets are finally going to be sold. So that was good news, finally, Jerry, in the New York sports world. Well, as we get 23 other owners to say, yes, away we go. Right. So uh, who would reject that, though? Uh, who the hell knows? No one should, but I. what do I know? So they need 23 owners out of however many teams there are in baseball owners? There's 29 other teams. I, I couldn't have Is it possible... That Fred and Jeff could actually vote no? I guess it's possible, but I would think that they would say yes, so we wouldn't count them. Those turds in Philadelphia better not bet <laughs> vote against it. <laughs> like they, if you if I'm a if I'm a, a Mets you know, I'm in the Mets rival? division. Yeah, I'm voting it down. I'll be like, I don't like this guy. Well, I guess you could do that, and it's their right to do so. So who would do that? That'd be the Phillies, the Braves. The Marlins. The Marlins. Mm-hmm. That's three. Yep. 
Phillies, the Braves, the How about Marlins, the team that won the World Series? Phillies, the Braves. The World Series? The World Series, you say? Oh, the Washington Nationals. Yeah. There's four. That would only put yeah, us. The Nationals we, just won the World Series. They're not going to say anything. They don't care. They don't care. And so that leaves us really. So they, this is going to go through, no problem. Yes, it's going to go through. The Mets are going to have new owners. Ding, 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 ding. When could he start spending cash? Cash. This offseason. Is that right? Yes, I well, would say. We better get every so. player available that, well, and pay them more than they deserve. See, that's flawed thinking. That's what I want. Now, what you do want to do is you can certainly overspend on people you think are yeah. worth it. Don't just start throwing money at people to throw money at people. By the way, the, the minute a, a big name signs somewhere else, people are going to be furious with Steve Cohen. His team's going to have a budget, but it doesn't mean he's not going to go above and beyond when you need someone. I think he is certainly – he's a diehard Met fan. So let's put it this way. If Steve Cohen was the owner of the Mets, I can't guarantee you anything because I don't know, but I mm-hmm. would certainly have expected that JT Realmuto would have been a Met. Jerry, I know the answer to this, but for the audience who doesn't know, uh, in baseball there is uh, no salary cap, so owners can spend as much money as they want. Is that right? <laughs> oh, you're Explain asking. For the audience, a, yeah. There's a luxury tax. So if they go over the spending amount, then they have to pay a tax on it. Correct. That goes into a pool of money that I believe gets dispersed between the owners. I see. I I knew that, Jerry, but I'm saying for the audience. You're just testing me? Well, no, not testing you, but for the audience who yeah. doesn't know. Right. Because there's you know, so many different sports. Some have a luxury. Some, I mean, some have like a salary cap. Sure. Don't. Oh, sure. It gets yeah. confusing for the audience. Yep, 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 so yep, I yep, yep. Straighten that out. Yeah. Uh, I watched the uh, Giant game last night. I'm proud of you. That did not go well for It went for well them. for a while. Well. Until the interception in the goal line. A couple of things. Um, bless Eddie for screening. He's going to get Giants offensive line calls. He's uh, well, just they going were, to. They were atrocious, yes. But what, now, I've been complaining about getting too many calls about the offensive line for years. Yeah. Right? It's been going on for years. Sure. Wh- why is this still going it's on? Because it's not easy. It, you know, you look at, for instance, and only because I obviously watch the game and work the game, you look at the Cowboys offensive line now. They're terrible. <laughs> they, they were awful the other night. And part of Dak Prescott's issues, I thought, in the fourth quarter were the fact that he's running around for his life. Uh, it's not easy to do. Yeah, remember, these defenses are so damn good and so aggressive. That Steeler defensive front, that's one of the best in foot. Like, that Steeler defense is tough. They didn't exactly start with the uh, Sisters of the Poor last night. They started with a tough team, tough defense, and they're still a work in progress. Like I, to me, I'm not. I wouldn't panic, but yeah, I mean, the offensive line was bad last night. I was all I was when I was watching. I kept thinking, "Is oh my gosh, it's going to be another year of offensive line calls." But I mean, and Daniel Jones can get out of the way a little bit he more than yes. Eli Manning. Like he scrambled for a couple. First downs and whatnot, was able to step away, step up, all these things. Right. But that's all I kept thinking was, oh, my gosh, we're going to get more offensive. Stop it with the offensive line. (laughs) I can't handle it. Well, it's a good thing you're in Bradley Beach. That's a stressed man, Jerry, who was. uh, You don't have to handle it. Long commutes into the city. Now I'm so relaxed because I don't commute into the city anymore. So you'd be okay. I'd be well. I'd be okay with the. I'd take a couple offensive line calls because I saw it yesterday. I saw the offensive line was a disaster, and in fact, I see this story today. Now I saw Saquon Barkley. First of all, to me, Saquon Barkley is not a game changer. He's a oh, all right back. He he can he be. Doesn't but he's got he, somewhere to go. But he doesn't, and that's the thing. Like, well, so but a many, running back, but a running back by himself. This is the whole thing about football. 
A running back by himself can't win games. A quarterback by himself can't win games. Can't. You need you need guys to stop the other team. You know, it's it was kind of like uh, how many teams have we seen where the play is really like Aaron Rodgers for him to win, he's got to outscore other teams, and they do. I mean, you know, they have because their offense is really good. How many times does that defense let them down? Many times. Yeah, it's just it's hard, man. You got that's why what Brady did in New England, and I know Boomer. I shouldn't say killed him for it. That's why Boomer will point out that he's never taken the most money. Well, you know what? What have they done with the rest of the money? They went out and spent in bigger in, in other spots. There's a reason why they won every year. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, and then I don't know why it bothers me, but I uh, see Saquon Barkley in all these commercials, like he's this huge running back. He's an average running back he right now. Not, he's not an average. Well, yeah, he's 15 carries and, and six yards, average running back. It was Jerry <laughs> historically. It was terrible last night. It was. I I, I read this in a new, newspaper article. Lowest numbers this century for at least 15 carries. Sure. He had 15 carries for six yards. Yeah, I believe that. Come on. They're you all, can't be doing commercials how and you did get you 15 think, carries for six yards. Yeah, Sure you can. How many how many games did Barry Sanders run for 25 yards? I don't know. I guarantee you more than you Google remember. It. You can't do it by yourself. I feel like Walter Payton didn't have a great offensive line. He was on some crummy Bears teams. I, I that have guy to go back and look. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No need to go back, Jerry. Trust me. <laughs> not, he had a I'm terrible not offensive you line. You tell me that every doubleheader is a sweep. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true, <laughs> Jerry. Some of the top running backs in history have had terrible offensive lines. You know what they didn't do? Fifteen carries for six yards. Yeah, there've been and some then, bad ones though. He wants to jump over people. That because yeah, you know why? Because no one's blocking them. <laughs> 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 let's see. All right, they're not blocking him. Let's start. Let's go airborne because this isn't working. But when you go airborne, you're not going forward. So you go up and you're giving guys time to come over and pop you right in the mouth. Well, that is very true. And you do take injury into your own hands. That is yeah. 100% true. You're right. Yeah, he's probably terribly frustrated. I'll tell you, he says all the right things afterwards, though. He does. He does, yeah. Like, if that, if you were Saquon Barkley, your post-game press conference would have been like, where do you want me to go? They're right. not blocking for me. Do you see me trying to jump over people? <laughs> right, exactly. What am I supposed to do? And there's Barkley. Listen, team game. We're going to figure this out. We'll be okay. You would be like, I need new linemen. <laughs> right. What are, we, uh, what are we doing here? That's this Andrews do. kid. He stinks. Why do we draft him so high? Let's get someone else. <laughs> uh, boy, what a heartbreaker, though, that third quarter 19-play drive to only oh. end up in a terrible decision by Daniel Jones to throw a pick in the end zone. That is brutal. And what was Daniel Jones doing as he threw that pick for the for in the end zone? <laughs> Running for his right, life. Right, exactly. And he threw across his body. Yes. Bad decision, no doubt, on him. Oh. But you know what? The offensive line needs to block. Oof. That is, I can't believe we're going to do another year of offensive line. That, well, no. I mean, again, you're in Bradley Beach. You don't have to worry about it. You might get it today, but come out right. and beat the it's Bears on Sunday. You know what? It's deserved today. It is deserved. 100% they play the Bears. Deserved. I was just going to Google the schedule to see who they play. They're in Chicago. The Jets are home to the Niners. The Giants are in Chicago. And then I think the Giants play the Niners the week after, I think. I yes, could be you're wrong correct. About that. Is that right? We discussed this yesterday, Asilo and I, about whether the uh, Niners, with their terrible air quality in California, if they were going to be able to stay in uh, New Jersey. Speaking of that, did you hear that that smoke from California is going to be here? We're getting California smoke? Did you see that, Eddie? Yeah. By, like, Wednesday or Thursday, we're going to start to feel the effects of the smoke coming cross-country. Is that right? Isn't that wild? Weird, wild stuff. That is weird and wild stuff. 
that we is found crazy out, out we there. We found out the 49ers uh, are not allowed to stay in New Jersey because we don't want them giving us California coronavirus. So they're going to go to West Virginia for the week in between uh, Jets and Giants. How about that? True story. For real? For reals. Wow. It so if you live in West Virginia, you're going to get some <laughs> cool San Francisco cats heading your way. It is a strange, strange time. Yeah. Man. It really is bizarre. I will say, like, you know how Twitter hates everything? Yes. I will say that I'm going to say the majority of things I saw on Twitter, people liked the new broadcast team on Monday Night Football of Kirk Street and Chris Fowler. Okay. As far as doing You know why? NFL it wasn't games. hokey. It wasn't hokey. They did the damn game. Yeah, I thought they uh, they they ESPN did a very bad job with the crowd noise, especially early in the early in the game. Like right. you couldn't hear anything, and it sounded like I was watching a scrimmage. It felt like it in the beginning. For yeah. me, no, I hear you. I get it. Uh, Eddie's reminding me though. You got to remember, Levy and Greasy are the main Monday Night guys. Last night was a oh. one oh. because of the because of the double header, oh. and Lewis Riddick was the other one. Yes, so that's because of the double oh, header. I forgot about that. But I'm not. Yeah, people you know, love those guys. We've heard them do. You know, college football games. So it's not that wasn't a surprise. When you say you we've heard them, you mean not me, right? Uh, most people, yeah. most people, and I, I don't it, watch a lot of college football, but I have heard them. Yes, yeah, I think it threw off a lot of people like myself who don't watch college football. I'm like, hmm, who who are these young uh, whippersnappers? That it was a good broadcast. broadcasters. <laughs> these guys sound like a team. Let's sign them up. <laughs> they actually have some chemistry. Yeah. This isn't terrible. Yeah, it was good. Uh, people enjoyed it. Look at you. Maybe we have to change the teams oh, up. Oh, yeah. And what happened to uh, Golden Tate yesterday? Uh, Golden Tate, What in what regard? Well, like, he was inactive with a hamstring injury. Right. God, that season just started. <laughs> yeah, well. These things happen. I I will tell you. I saw that on. Um, I guess I saw Sunday. Yeah. That he had that issue, and my and I didn't realize until then. I said, "Because I drafted him in one of my fantasy leagues." I'm like, "Come on, hmm. really?" And then I'm like, yeah, "He'll play." And he's not playing. How about all those people I drafted Saquon Barkley in their fantasy league? <laughs> How about that? I actually Six thought yards. about this. I actually thought because he was, you know, Barkley was one of those guys like Ezekiel Elliott that was taken very high. You know, McCaffrey obviously is like oh, the first yeah. overall pick in everybody's draft. But how about the fact? That if you had Saquon Barkley and all you needed was to get like one point to win, he needed 10 <laughs> yards rushing. Now, I know he had 60 <laughs> yards receiving, so yes. you got the points. But it just in terms of the rushing numbers, well, I mean, you would have bet everything that he would have had 10 yards rushing. Correct. You know, without an injury because you never know with that. Right. So pretty funny. What he did have do? a nice uh, run after that, the, you know, screen pass, whatever. Run after the catch. Run after catch. They call that rack. Rack, run after catch. Yep, rack yards. Or yak yards, yards after catch. I know, I like rack. Rack them. Yeah, rack Go ahead yards. And rack them. Otherwise, you just call it yak. Yak. Rack yards or yak. Yak or rack yards. Hmm. Yakety yak. Don't talk back. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back on the other side, Al has a story about horse racing. It's a weird nope. one, too, so don't go anywhere. And then at 6 o'clock, we've got Boomer and Geo here on The Fan. Alan Jerry, it's the only thing on WFAN right now. All right, coming up on 25 after 5, Tuesday morning. It is Alan Jerry. We take you to 6 o'clock, Boomer and Geo then. And a long, long time ago, there was a horse named Secretariat. They named a, uh, they made a movie after him. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Al does have a horse racing story, though. Uh, so go ahead, go. Okay, what's my second story? My other about story? Horse racing? It's, not it's, about horse racing. it's not about horse racing. It's not about horse racing. I'm not about that. Now, I'm not going to lie to the audience and say that I stayed up and watched the second Monday Night Football. Game I didn't of the see night. any of it. 
I didn't see any of it either. I did see the highlights, at and least some I, of them. I read articles, Jerry, and it turns out that Steven Gos- Goskowski. Yeah. So his kick gives them the win. They, the Titans win a 16-14 over the Denver Broncos. The but, goofiness uh, about being a kicker. You can suck all night and then make the game winner. This guy missed three field goals and an extra point. In fairness, one was blocked. So whose fault is that, you say? Like, the offensive like, line. Oh, my gosh. This <laughs> offensive line really could blow. You know what yes, stinks, though? Like, <laughs> when it's time to draft or it's time to pay big bucks for a free agent, no one wants an offensive lineman. It's not you know, sexy. It's I, not fun. It's not, but I, I, I disagree from the standpoint of depending upon what you have already in place. Yeah. It is. So, like, so, the Giants now have running backs. They have a quarterback. You got to, from now on, that's going to be the money-spending section. Well, that's why, they, that's why they drafted Andrew Thomas. I don't know who that is. He, he's their starting left tackle now. Well, he did a terrible job last night. Well, it's his first NFL game. Oh, and he had no preseason games. But I can tell you, you know, when you've got a couple of big pieces in place, it actually it's not exciting. You're right. But if you're a football fan, you know that that's actually the right move to make. Because game really games are won there. You know, if you go back to the undefeated Patriot season, the Giants beat them. Why in the Super Bowl? Because that crazy catch. Part of it. What did? But but think about how that that Patriot offense was unstoppable, and the Giants stopped them because they beat the hell out of Brady. Right. Everything's won up front. It's it's really funny to me that you know, and I understand the quarterback's the most important position. I get it. That's fine. But without the guys up front. Good luck. Plus, no one wants to buy an offensive lineman's jersey. You know what I mean, Jerry? We need jersey sales. People are excited for Saquon Barkley. Daniel I would have bought Jones. a Nate Newton jersey back in the day. Nate Newton? I would have. I would yeah. have. Yeah. The Cowboys did have that awesome offensive line. They did. A couple times, right? They had an yeah. Emmitt Smith offensive line that was awesome. Sure did. And the offensive line they've now the offensive line that they had built, you know, seven, eight years ago is really starting to break up a little bit because of injury and stuff like that, and even some free agency. But it's you know, listen, you can't keep everybody. But uh, you're right. It's not the sexy thing to do, but it is the right thing to do in a lot of cases. I forget who it was. It was one of those offensive linemen. Remember when uh, there were the reports that Jerry Jones wanted desperately to draft Johnny Manziel? Yes. I got to go back to that draft. I forget who they took, but they took a lineman, and it was Steven Jones that basically had to tie him down and say, we're not taking Johnny Manziel. (laughs) We're taking X. I don't remember if it was Travis Frederick. or I, I don't remember who it was, but it was one of the offensive linemen they wound up taking. ESPN showed a really cool uh, thing during the game last night. They showed, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, who's very old. He's a very old man. And the He's other— a very old man. You're 12 years older than him. Football-wise. Football, in football <laughs> years, Jerry's much older than me. He's five years younger than Brady. <laughs> they showed the other quarterbacks in his division. Right. Or like, you know, 21, 23. Sure. And then they showed Big Ben on the night of the draft— Okay. And then they showed pictures of what those quarterbacks looked like at the time Ben Roethlisberger was drafted. It was like Lamar Jackson was in peewee football. It's right. very strange. Like these get they were legitimately well, how children. About, so how about the other day? I think I saw. Yeah, I think I saw this. I'm I'm watching Antoine Winfield Jr. on the field. Now you remember his father. His father just retired like six years ago. Yeah. Tom Brady played against Antoine Winfield. <laughs> And now his kids, it's it's crazy with these yes. kids. If you can play long enough, yeah, this is you're going to see the turnover. And just to clear up, it was Zach Martin, the uh, guard that oh, the Cowboys yeah. took, 
and it was uh, the Browns that wound up taking Manziel. Super Z. Six, they picked six picks later. Super Z. Super Z. Different now, Jack Markham. This week, Jerry, four more NFL games are going to have fans in the stands, which is exciting. Yeah, now we don't know. Now, the one that's interesting to me is Dallas because they've never – Jerry yeah. Jones wouldn't say how many fans he was letting in, right? He's gonna, no, he's not revealed how many – he's going to pack them in, Jerry. My guess is he's going to do 35,000. Really? Yeah, because I think that plays – got to get the capacity. AT&T Stadium, I think, holds 90. I could see him doing right around a third or a little more. I was figuring this last night. I was trying to figure out as, like why the Jets and Giants don't have fans. And I'm no like, idea. Okay, let me see. Like a seat is probably a foot wide. Capacity is eighty thousand, by the way. Yes, a seat's so about if you a just foot leave wide. Six seats in between people and behind people and in front of people. Right. Well, so this is what do it when um, one of the Dallas reporters showed the limited seats they put on sale, the single game seats they put on sale. I guess over the weekend for the Cowboys. And it showed the blocks of tickets you could buy and the seats that were not available. And it's exactly what you're talking about. You get a block of four, and then there'd be nobody around you, six feet in the perimeter. And then you buy four, and it's it's exactly what Jackson Now, I'm sure at the game that fans will flock to one another at times. You, there's nothing you can do about that. But you can sell the tickets responsibly and do the best you can to keep them in their spot. Right. I, I again. I, mean, I would love to, to go it. to a game where there was no one sitting. So next would I. To me. Oh, I said the boomer dream. last when you were off. I'm like, if the Mets or the Yankees, if they had tickets available now. So let's say the Yankees, fifty four thousand capacity at Yankee Stadium, and they did seventeen thousand. Oh, that wouldn't be a quarter. Would be a quarter of fifty four. Twelve would be forty eight. Thirteen about thirteen five would be would be twenty five percent. I'm in. I would go tomorrow. I don't understand why we're not. I really don't. So uh, cities that are going to allow fans, uh, Cleveland is going to let people in, Jerry. Uh, the Cowboys, have used, as you've mentioned, uh, Eddie Schizzeri's Dolphins. Which we've always known. They were the first ones to say they were going to have fans, yes. And uh, the Indianapolis Colts are also going to uh, allow Great. people in. I actually, I actually told my wife I'd love to go to Dallas for a game this year. Ooh. Right, because then you could say years from now, I was, I was in the 2020, I was one of the few. And this is how this is how I'm going to sound in five years. <laughs> I was one of the few allowed in. Yeah, I had a credential. What a great way to watch a game. Yeah, no one near you to be annoying. I couldn't agree more. And the cow, so the Cowboys Stadium holds eighty thousand seats, twenty five thousand standing room only. I've got to think they're not selling the standing room only right. tickets because that seems like that's a mess. Yes. So eighty thousand. Put twenty in. Let's go. And give everybody a mask when they enter with a big star on it. I like that idea. That'd be awesome. That's a pretty and and here's the thing, only the first five thousand get the pass. <laughs> the others <laughs> get to spread their coronavirus. That's right. <laughs> now, as much as I was I was wanting some more crowd noise last night during the Giant game, like it felt like it was dead. Yeah. Uh, people on Twitter did were saying that they were enjoying the hearing the players really screaming at each it's other. It's cool, isn't it? Yeah, that was cool. And that would have gotten drowned out if they pumped up the sound. There are listen. It's what we've talked about, even with the baseball. There are benefits to this. It's kind of neat. You really hear more than you ever will or would, unless you're watching NFL films, uh, and you know, and you get that type of footage. I'm with you. I love it. I, I like hearing the checkdowns. I like hearing the defense react, and it's not just the one person that you can pick. Like you hear everybody. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. It seems nasty down there sometimes. My goodness, sometimes. Oof. I'll never forget. I had when I was. When I was doing pre and post for the Giants in 2004, there was one game, and I had I had field credentials, I had you know booth credentials, everything, locker room. 
But I always say in the booth because you're doing the pregame, the halftime, the postgame. I have time to run up and down. But I figured for one game, I wanted to go down and watch the first quarter from the field. It is so incredibly violent yeah. that we sit here and we watch it like, you know, it's Madden, you know, 2020. It, it's one thing, man, if anybody ever has the opportunity to do that, take them up on it because it is awesome to watch. Yeah, I went down to, when I was uh, working in Tampa, we went to a Jacksonville Jaguars-Dolphins game up in Jacksonville. Okay. And uh, I was when Marino was still in the Dolphins. And, you know, near the end of the game, you'd be able to go down into just beyond the end zone waiting to go into the locker room. Right. And Marino had like a goal line situation going right into that end zone that we were standing in. It was so intense. Yeah. It looked like... oh. I was like, I can get out of this. You know what I can't you talk about intense. It's also the vision to me is uh, is remarkable. Have you ever seen I don't know how these quarterbacks know where to throw the ball because I get some of them are six five, six six. How does Drew Brees, who's five ten, five eleven ish, I guess, maybe I get maybe he maybe he's six foot, but I think he's more along the five eleven range. How does he see? I don't know. That or when they when they drop back and you see them there's a they sense a guy behind them. Sure. To get at to step up or move around or that was Boomer's uh, unfortunate afternoon in Buffalo. He didn't see that he Everett MacGyver sense. whiffed on Bruce Smith and, and he Boomer, almost killed Boomer. And Boomer didn't sense. He did him not. Right there. <laughs> no, that one happened quickly. <laughs> and Boomer almost died on the field. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's it's Boomer's difficult. Dead. Boomer's dead. No, he was not. But by the way, the cheapest ticket right now on StubHub for the Cowboys and Steelers, November eighth. The cheapest ticket. Yeah. Uh, now it's on StubHub. 244. 240. Yes. I don't think I'm going to make it four of those. <laughs> what do you think that is with fees? Oh, my God. Maybe $1,300. Um, Probably more than that, I bet. So I'm going to get four. All right. Let's get right, four. All right. Get four. Four tickets. Okay. At... Six feet apart from each other, Jerry, if you're going to do it the right way. Uh, well, yes. I think dude, that's how it's going to work. So let's go to checkout. So 244 becomes very quickly. Oh. Continuous oh. guest. I know. Every, oh. every website, they want you to, you know. Yeah. I'm not giving my information out. I do have a Fugazi email that I give out uh, to websites that always want my email to do anything. I hear you. But you're right. That's right. $1,303. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Wow. For one football game? I love football. I'll pass. We got to take a break. Hold okay. your, you have a, why don't you tease the story? All right, I got a I got a ratings uh, football ratings where people were concerned is all the social justice stuff going to hurt ratings? I have some ratings on the other side, Jerry. Ratings news: twenty five <laughs> in front of six. Boomer and Geo at the top, but ratings news next here on the fan. Alan Jerry, because you can't get enough sports with the other twenty three hours in the day. That's you know, when we had our pre show uh, pre warm up show meeting, Al told me, "Hey, when we go into one of the breaks." tease my horse racing story and then we we did and then we came back and there was no horse racing story so i'm just curious you teased a rating story are we going to like bypass that and just go into the nba now or like what no i have about? a good rating story you know jerry one of the things you know people are like i'm boycotting the nfl this year all this social justice stuff i just want wrong I just want football, football, football. You know, on Sunday when I would tweet something about the game last night, oh, you're watching football? Because I'm not. I'm not giving these billionaires my money anymore. Wrong. <laughs> well, now, and I will say the Thursday night opener was not huge ratings. All right, so what was it? 
Uh, I don't recall what their ratings were, but it, <laughs> that's not the point. It was it was not huge ratings. Okay. But there was some concern, hmm, hmm, is this some sort of backlash against all the social justice stuff that the players are speaking out on? Well, the answer to that is your boycotts are not working if that's what you're doing. Fox got huge ratings with Tom Brady's Buccaneers debut. Yeah, I'm sure. Now, I know I know the Sunday night ratings were down a little bit, but they're still big ratings. They're still big. Now, the 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 Buccaneers Saints game was the most watched NFL telecast since Super Bowl whatever the LIV is. Isn't that 54? 54, Jerry. Since <laughs> Super Bowl 54. <laughs> <laughs> so people are still watching football. Of course they are. I can tell you all of my friends were so fired up for the games on Sunday. Yeah. You know, it, I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are people not watching. The problem is so many are, it doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter. I mean, you look at ratings and you can tell me it's different. They're regional. I get it. But you look at ratings for baseball and hockey and basketball and it's like they pale in comparison to what football does. So even if football is down, let's say 10%. The numbers are still outrageous. Yes. So, you know, hey, listen, if you're boycotting the NFL, good for you. (laughs) Good for you. Hey, stick by, stick to your guns. That's great. Awesome. I like the game. I'm still watching. And speaking of that Buccaneer game, Bruce Arians uh, on Monday even. So he he talked about the Tom Brady on Sunday after the game. And then doubled down on Monday. (laughs) And doubled down on Monday. Said that uh, he was surprised by Tom Brady's performance and, quote, they, the Saints, Jerry, didn't do things that we didn't get ready for. Yeah. Then so you, there were no you surprises. Saw Brady's, you saw Brady's reaction, right? What did he say? Uh, he tweeted. Uh-oh. So I forget who put it out, but it was kind of like, you know, Arians again criticizes Brady day after game, something like that. And Brady responded on either Instagram or Twitter, one of them, I forget which. Uh, I'm used to it with a laughing emoji. Yeah. Well, listen, what's the, this is the 15th, so their next game is against the Panthers. And that's a home opener for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, got to play better. I have a strategy for week two, Jerry, for uh, like my five-team parlay. For teams, did you? Did you? I know you won the the quarterback ones. Did you finally win a parlay or no? No, 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 no. How many did you win? Four out of five, three, two, two. I think. Really? Yeah. Who'd you get burned? I got I got burned on Sunday by the Lions for sure. Who'd you get burned by? Uh, The Jets. You picked the Jets. For real? For real. Why? I thought Sam Darnold would take a big step <laughs> this year. That game was over in the first quarter. <laughs> oh, yeah. At 21 nothing. I was like, huh, this is. You want you so you want your video to last as long as it possibly can. Here's a suggestion. Yeah. Don't take the Jets on the road in Buffalo again. <laughs> well, this is what I'm saying. For week two in the NFL is probably the easiest week to pick because the teams that suck, like the Jets, oh, you pick you have against that any week two is the easiest week to pick. Yeah. Okay. Because the teams that you know that sucked, you pick against them again week two. The teams that lost that don't suck like the 49ers, you 100% pick them to win. So a no-brainer pick this week would be the Niners beating the Jets because the Jets stink and lost. The Niners lost but don't stink. You follow my I, I terrible do follow. logic? I, I, I hear Vegas shaking in their boots right now. <laughs> 
I'm about to take down the casinos, Jerry. <laughs> the sports books. I'm going to take down the sports books this weekend. I would listen. I would agree with you. The Niners on the money line are probably the safest pick on the board this week. Yeah. Um, but that's going to be a big no, knockout pick. There's nothing that's a hundred percent. There's just uh, there's just not. It's going to be a big knockout pick this like, week. Did, did you see Lions twenty three, Bears six, fourth quarter? The Bears' percentage of winning statistically was 1.8%. Yeah, in the next-gen stats. I mean, what moron would go to their BetMGM app or FanDuel or one of these uh, one of the betting sites and say, I'm going to put $1,000 on the Bears to win? <laughs> I, they looked terrible in that game, and they what, still should have lost. When the Jets were down 21 nothing, I was like, I wonder like, if I bet $5 on the Jets to win what that could pay. Oh, my God. I didn't do it, of course, because I, I wanted my $5. Yes. No, you need that $5. I needed my $5. For your next parlay. Yeah. Wow. The NFL has threatened discipline for coaches that are not wearing masks properly on the sideline. You know, I'm not surprised by this because watching a lot of Red Zone Channel on Sunday, yeah. as I did, I was surprised by how many. Like, they had the masks. But, like, at one point, I saw Bruce Arians had it down around his chin. You had the the Sean McVay one. It was I mean, I don't think he wore it the whole night. It was on, but he didn't really wear it. Right, it was on his chin. Yeah, and I forget what other coach it was where it was around his neck the whole time. Was it Ah, oh, I can't remember who it was. I was even watching uh last night. I saw this story yesterday afternoon. Then last night I had the game on and there was a coach for the Steelers that just had like a handkerchief wrapped around his head but not covering Right. And now nose or mouth. This is after the warning was given. Yeah, this was after the warning. Yeah, you know, I'm sure they'll find him five or six thousand dollars or something. I think you have to. You have you, to. You can't say that you're taking this seriously, and we know they are. And you can't have all these protocols in place and have everybody being, you know, having a thing shoved up their nose twice a week or however many times it is to make sure that everyone is COVID free, and then have guys, you know, I don't want to say mocking it, but the fact that you have it around your neck or you're not using it, you're kind of mocking it. Sean McVay thinks uh, that was aimed at him, and he he's going to do a better job, he says, Jerry. I don't think he's wrong. Weeks. That was national television, just like Arians was. But the thing with McVay was it was over and over and over again. I saw plenty of video with Bruce Arians having the mask on properly, but I also saw some where he pulled it down and then it was off for a little while. I felt like McVay didn't have it on his face the whole game. So I don't think he's probably right about that. I saw John Gruden with uh, having a mask issues too. Boy, John Gruden, I got to tell you that the coaching life is tough. He got heavy, know. huh? Yeah. That was the first thing I thought too. Yeah. Like, that me, doesn't look like the old Gruden. Let me check how old he is, Jerry. John Gruden is. So I'm, I'm uh, going to say. Yeah, I'm going to say John Gruden is sixty. He's fifty-seven. Okay. I actually thought he was younger than that. All right, listen. At fifty-seven, things start to happen. <laughs> but yeah, that How's coaching it life. For you? It's like when you, be, it's like when you become president. Yeah, you age many years just in like if you serve a four year the stress level. Yeah, you're right. Job I'll pass on. <laughs> Luckily, Donald is still nice and tan, Jerry. Even though he's president, I'm not saying a word. He's still tan, so his hair has changed colors. A but few he's times, he's gotten larger. Uh, Obama, while Obama didn't get larger, he got he, gray. Yeah, he got grayer, he looked older. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. It's tough, Jerry. 
That's a tough job. It's a tough gig. Could you imagine what like the daily routine is like? No, I thought I've thought about that. Like when you wake up and you're present, like, oh, I just want to do nothing today. Well, you can't do that. <laughs> like the first briefing's got to be like, all right, anybody shoot a bomb off? Yeah, they get no days off. No for years. No, I always wonder like when is the president allowed to sleep? Yes, because I mean, obviously they get their time, but they say a lot God. of them don't are not sleepers. They're the, the type of personalities that don't sleep. I suppose. I guess. Last night, uh, A's Mariners was played under Hold smoke. on. Can I just, can I just, ref- I just want to respond to someone on Twitter. Cause yes, it's, please, It's Jerry. a good question. Perfect. Rob on Twitter asks, Rob. if they all test negative, the football players, yes. why, do they, why do they need a mask if they're all negative? Well, because after they test negative, they are going home. Right. And even if they do test negative morning of game, there are false positives. So there are chances that even though you test negative, that someone could come to or be on the field with it. That's why you still have to wear the mask. Anyway, go ahead. Smoke in Northern California. A's Mariners. I was actually in uh, Seattle. Yeah. The smoke is all the way up, all the way up there. Uh, the game was very hazy. I and saw a video of it. It doesn't look yeah, great. Players were complaining about uh, the air quality. Hard well, to breathe. Had, I mean, we talked about it the other day. This was Friday. There was ash falling from the sky in San Francisco the other night. But why did crazy. the uh, why did the football games in San Fran uh, look so clear? Santa Clara, Santa Clara, Maybe, it looked I, so I don't clear. Know. Maybe it's just further away. We got to take a break. Eddie's and even the at me. even the Cowboys Sunday night game looked very clear. Quick, the, the, you, that's L.A. Uh, Quick break. It's five fifty two. We still have more to do. Boomer and Geo at six. But first, a Radio.com sports minute with the great Amy Lawrence, and it's about Al sports. Well, there's a quarterback that made a triumphant return. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got a couple more minutes till we get you to Boomer and Geo. The Giants did lose to the Steelers last night on Monday Night Football. You got the Yankees back in action tonight, the Mets back in action tonight, and Steve Cohen agrees to buy the Mets. It's all almost a done deal. We need approval from 23 owners. Al? Oh, my microphone wasn't on. Jerry, yeah. when, the, when the Yankees win the World Series this year, MLB is planning on not allowing them to spray champagne all over each other because of? Coronavirus. Coronavirus. I guess it lives in champagne, I've heard. I don't you know. You know, that's going to be an interesting celebration. Yeah, how do you do it? How I don't do know. You do it? Do you do air pump fists? No, listen. You you got to put on some. Maybe they put on a uh, fist pump, right? I keep doing. I keep calling it a pump fist. <laughs> what if they did this, Jerry? Celebrate in the locker room with gloves on, like they keep their batting gloves on, and they wear like a leather. About hazmat suits. Leather mask. That a you leather might mask see, that you might see uh, in a celebratory cream pie. That you might see in a. Um, is this Fifty Shades of Grey? What are yeah, something masks? like what that. What are we doing here? <laughs> leather Some, masks and thongs. <laughs> yeah, something like that, Jerry. Where you might see, like the gimp, what he wore in Pulp Fiction. That mask. You do that, uh, then nothing could get in in any of your, um, you know, your membranes. All right, go Insane for it. Insane in the membrane. Why don't you try and make that happen? I'll say I'll, I do have Rob Manfred's email. I'm going to float that by him. I'll send him. Some, <laughs> Imagine Rob Manfred's reaction. Who I send him this jackass pictures of like 
sexy dungeon masks for <laughs> the players to wear. <laughs> what in the world? That would be tremendous. That'd be one of those emails where I throw Boomer's name out early. I work no, for, don't throw Boomer's name in with that. I work for Boomer over yeah, at the I fan. Would, we I would discussing, not go there. We no. were discussing player celebrations and champagne, and I know you want to protect the players. What about some of these sexy leather masks that I found? <laughs> Celebratory online? cream pie. Make sure you're locked into pie. the fan to talk about last night's Giants-Steelers season opener. 